Hello and welcome to NetCast, where we are taking an in-depth approach to sharing the good news about Jesus Christ. I am your host, Mark Hatfield, and I hope that you are encouraged by these studies in the Word of God. We invite your feedback and would love to have you as a regular part of our listening audience. Please stay with us for today's message. Warning, the following material is intended for mature audiences. While this is a Bible study, the Song of Songs is written with references to sexual themes, intimate textual innuendos, and suggestive figurative language that may not be suitable for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. It is recommended that you approach this book from God with pure motives and pray that His will in preserving these song lyrics can be a blessing to you. It is advisable that if you have been enjoying this podcast with young ears present, that you refrain from doing so at this time. Wait until you are in a private setting to continue. Thank you for taking this word of caution into consideration as we begin today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of NetCast. You are listening to Season 4, Episode 13 of the Love Awakening series in our study of the Song of Songs. You should have your Bible open to Chapter 2 as we start together in a message titled, Lily Among Thorns. Before we jump into the text, let's go ahead and cover the trivia question from the last episode. And I wanted to know, in Song of Songs Chapter 2 and Verse 2, the young man tells his beloved girl that she is a lily among blank. The correct answer was not submitted by any of our listeners, so I'm going to read that text and provide the answer. In Song of Songs 2-2, it states, Like a lily among the thorns, so is my darling among the maidens. We're going to talk more about what this means in today's message, so stick around to learn more. In our last episode, we finished a discussion of the desire that our two lovers are eager to share in their secluded paradise under the trees and beautiful sense of nature away from civilization of the city and its cultural norms. Chapter 2 begins with our lovers in a duet of praises for each other. This text starts out with the girl referring to herself as a lily of the valley and the rose of Sharon, which may give us the impression that she is somehow praising herself but she is actually doing the exact opposite. The text here expresses her insecurities again, as we will explain in this session. Sharon was a plain near Mount Carmel, and the rose as we know it was not the flower of our text, but rather a crocus. The crocus was held in poorer light. The lilies were in the valley by the thousands, and they were very common. She is saying that there are many more like her and that she is not one of a kind. While these flowers were beautiful, they again were not the same flower that we think of today. These flowers would usually be in two clusters of six-petaled trumpet-like flowers at the top of one thin stem. Perhaps the girl was fishing for comments from her lover. Even flowers that bloom in great number can be beautiful in a solo arrangement. Jesus said, See how the lilies of the field grow? And then said, Not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. Matthew chapter 6, verse 29. One of these flowers are beautiful by themselves, and that is exactly what the lover is about to tell her. If indeed Solomon is the man in our story, the beloved actually makes a pretty praiseworthy statement about herself. We will need to verify if that can be confirmed. 
The lover then responds, like a lily among the thorns, so is my darling among the maidens. Verse 2. She is fairer to her lover than all of the other maidens. In contrast, they are actually thorns when compared to his flower. This could also have reference to her upbringing, since she was a flower in disguise, forced into work and mistreated. Yet now she is his beautifully arrayed bloom, and he is delighted with his beloved. This is a common theme in today's romance stories. A young girl is enslaved to step-parents and their children to work and serve until one day her beauty captures the eye of a prince and he takes her away to a place of romance and they live happily ever after. In these song lyrics, we are capturing the hope of every man and woman in love. While we divulge our own insecurities, we anticipate that our lover will offer heartfelt reassurance that we are one of a kind. We want to know that even though there are thousands upon thousands of other people in the world that have desirable qualities about them, that in comparison, all other are thorns or thistles. We need to know that we hold the attention of our spouse and that in spite of the natural beauty of another human being that could attempt to distract us, nothing could captivate us like the one that we adore. And while there will always be other flowers, we can only pick one. Now, when you stop and think about how this applies to our lives spiritually, when we do not feel like we are unique in our relationship with the Lord because there are thousands upon thousands that follow Him, we are reminded of scriptures that tell us just how special we truly are to Him on an individual level. From the time that we were fashioned in the womb, we were uniquely made by the lover of our souls, and He had the opportunity to form us in such a way that we would be His very own special creation. He cannot fail to love the work of his own hands. He knows the number of hairs that grow on your head, and he is keenly acquainted with every part of your being. He is wild about you. The Lord cherishes each soul that he has made, and even though Jesus loves us all the same, we understand that there is something special in each of us, whether it be our gifts, our talents, our features, etc., that draw him near to us when we are willing to draw near unto him. Let's go ahead now and conclude with our questions for today. Number one, do you feel that it is wise to express your insecurities to your lover? Is it okay to draw out compliments? Should we offer reassurance to our spouse of what makes them special to us? Number two, can you name any insecurity that you struggle with in your relationship? Number three, why do you think it is important to let our spouse know that they have our whole devotion? How does this compare to our relationship with the Lord? See Matthew 6, 24. Number four, when you consider that Solomon was not even clothed like a lily of the field, how does this relate to the care and love of the Lord for his creation? Number five, how does it make you feel to know that the Lord of heaven and earth is your eternal love and that you are cherished for who you are? Well, this concludes our episode for today. Please tune in next time as we study chapter two, verses three and four of the Song of Songs in a lesson titled, my apple tree. Thank you for listening. I still have a very unique offer that is connected with the Love Awakening series. If you partner with Netcast during our fourth season, I would like to send you the complete textual outline of the Song of Songs, but I will also be including the supplemental PowerPoint to guide you in your study. If you want to become a partner or make a donation, you can send PayPal donations using netcasthost at gmail.com or visit patreon.com forward slash netcast to learn more about how you can get on board with this podcast. If you are not in a position to support this ministry effort financially at this time, would you please consider doing one of the following? 
First, subscribe and continue to be a dedicated listener. Next, please share Netcast with your friends and family and encourage them to listen and subscribe. Finally, consider leaving a review for the podcast so that your positive feedback could encourage others to listen. Take a few moments after we sign off today to visit our website at netcasthost.com. Here you will find transcripts of the podcast on the blog. You can sign up for a free newsletter, become a member, and join Netcast absolutely free, which will give you access to hidden portions of the podcast host site, like our members' forum, and so much more. Don't forget to check out our social media sites on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to like and follow the podcast as we use these sites to keep you current on what is happening at Netcast. All new episodes are announced on these media outlets. Before you exit the podcast today, I want to ask you a trivia question for the next episode. In Song of Songs, chapter 2 and verse 3, how does the young girl describe her man like a tree, and what does she want to do with him? If you know the answer, please visit our trivia link on the website at netcasthost.com forward slash trivia. If you provide the correct answer, you could be featured on the next episode. God bless you richly in Jesus Christ, our Lord.